Hey, you're listening to Everyday Mulemanship with Ty Evans. Our goal is to help you bring out the best in your mules, and by doing so, we believe that the mule will bring out the best in you. God bless you. Hope you enjoy. Hello, friends. Welcome to Everyday Mulemanship. My name's Ty Evans, and today I want to talk about mentors. You know, everybody needs a good mentor. It's important to have somebody to look up to, somebody to somebody to learn from and somebody that you can kind of judge your progression off of and I have a lot of mentors and today I'm going to talk about them but you know I I heard a quote and I don't know who who said it originally but I really like it and uh, yeah basically they said you are a product of the choices you make and the people you are around and I sure believe in this you know Uh, iron sharpens iron you surround yourself with good people that will lift you up, people that will encourage you, uh, but don't baby you. And boy, you can sure make some progress in in your life, you know. And and it doesn't matter whether you're, you know, talking about mules here or you're talking about whatever it is you want to do: play basketball, play baseball. You want to be a doctor. You you want to be a farmer. Whatever it is you want to do, you know, you got to have somebody to look up to and somebody to learn from. And and uh, you know we're all going to make mistakes and hopefully we're too busy making new ones to make the same mistake twice but dang if you can learn from other people's mistakes you're really ahead of the game and that's something that i've tried to learn from and tried to emulate you know and and uh in the last episode you heard me talk about my dad and and i guess that's where i ought to start because he's he's my my main mentor you know my dad taught me everything uh, as a child, you know, he, he's the one that got me into riding mules, got me into riding horses. He taught me how to work with colts, and and he taught me all the basics, you know. And and there's a lot of things that we did when I was a kid that I wouldn't do now. Uh, but, you know, my dad did a really good job raising us kids. And, uh, you know, he, he dang sure taught me how to ride. Uh, you know, we did things a little old school growing up, and most of the colts that we started would buck. And he, you know, I, like I said in the previous episode, I was the test dummy. And that's for sure. I, I rode a lot of horses that bucked and a lot of mules that bucked. And, and I sure learned a lot, you know. And, and, uh, but he introduced me to, to a few other mentors. You know, I think back to, uh, he was like an uncle to us. In fact, we called him Uncle Bud, Bud Mitchell from Chester, Utah. And Bud raised a lot of really good quarter horses, a lot of good cowy quarter horses. And some great bloodlines. And that's kind of where I got introduced to, you know, thinking about bloodlines. Thinking about how horses are bred, uh, what they are, what they can become. And learning from that, you know. And I, I love going down there as a child and, and looking out across his fields and his pastures. And he had, he had uh, oh, I, it seemed, it, as a young kid it seemed like hundreds. But really he had, you know, 50 or 60 head of mares and something like that. And, and uh, boy, he taught me a lot. He had a really cool round pin, I remember, it made out of cedar posts and cedar slats, and, and uh, it was really cool. Uh, you know, it was higher than, if you're sitting on your mule, your horse, the, the sides of the pin are still a little taller than you are. And it was just a cool old round pin, and I just remember loving that atmosphere, thinking about starting colts in that pin. And, and there's a few times we got to watch Bud work with some horses, but he was a little older by the time I come around, and... And it was more just stories and stuff, but but uh, one thing I remember Bud 
teaching me was patience and, and just not getting upset. I remember one time my dad and I went riding with him uh, about uh, mountains above our house here where we live now and and uh, went for a little ride. And anyways, my dad had some trouble with a horse and ended up coming off the horse and his horse got loose and and uh, my horse got loose too. It ran off with, with his horse and, and me and old Bud are just stuck there hanging out and of course bud sent my dad to go catch the horses and i was too little to do much help so i just hung out with bud and, and it was interesting to me just how laid back bud was he just didn't care and it was just a good day to be alive you know and i remember uh feeling really stressed that we lost the horses and they're running off and and old bud just happy to be there he just talked about the trees and he talked about you know looking for elk and and just super laid back and i thought man if i could just be I remember I was just, shoot, I was only probably seven, six or seven. I don't know. I was real young. And I just remember thinking, man, he sure, he sure doesn't care much. But now looking back, it wasn't his horses that were running off. It was ours. So maybe, maybe that's why he was so laid back. But that was, you know, that's another one of my mentors, you know. And uh, anyways, growing up, you know, I, I told you last episode about working for my dad and riding colts and Anyways, as I got a little older, I got a little bit more freedom to get out and adventure a little bit, and and we had a friend, and he give us uh, he give us a whole set of Brad Cameron DVDs. Those of you that don't know Brad Cameron, he's a amazing mule man and clinician. Spent 20 years on the road teaching folks just like I'm doing now, and and uh, good packer, good mule man, good cowman. Anyways, and this uh, this was my first introduction to Brad Cameron was through these videos, and I. At that time, I didn't think much about, you know, furthering my education. I just thought, you know, just learn through experience or whatever. Just live life. And yeah, I'd never really thought about training DVDs or this. It was back in the VHS time. And I never really thought about these videos much. Didn't think about it. And until now, I've got these free uh, videos in front of us, you know, from my friend. And I put the first one in and, man, I was just sold on it. And I watched the whole set straight through. And I watched them over and over and over again. I wore out a couple of the VHS tapes watching them so much. And and uh, finally had the opportunity to go to a clinic that Brad was putting on in Utah. And up to this point, the only real exposure I'd ever had to training was just what my dad taught me and, and some of these other close mentors of mine. That's all I'd really been around, you know. Uh, and so, you know, I, I started... Uh, learning from Brad, went to this clinic, and and it was a cold starting clinic. And I didn't know much about groundwork, but I, I'm looking out there, all these folks doing groundwork, and I didn't really know what they were doing. They're doing these circles and stuff, and, and I couldn't really follow along what they were trying to do. But I thought, geez, this is silly. Why don't they just get on and ride? I, I didn't really understand what they were doing here. It seemed like they were wasting time to me. But, of course, I didn't know. I was pretty pretty ignorant of, of these things. And, and uh, you know... I guess in a way I was kind of mocking them, you know, just I wasn't making fun of them, but kind of mocking in my mind like, geez, are they scared? Why don't they get on? Well, I finally figured out why they're doing that groundwork. And the next day, you know, when it came time to ride, I was just so impressed. Not one of those colts bucked. Not one of them. Now, I come to find out later that that was just luck of, of the draw at that clinic. That You know, oftentimes Brad did have some trouble at clinics, but... It was still nothing compared to what we'd do. You know, when starting colts at home, it seemed like if we started 10 colts, nine of them would buck. And it was just basically buck them out. That was just kind of how I grew up, you know, working through these things. And and uh, anyways, I was pretty impressed with Brad. And, 
and what he had to offer there, and I was just sold on it. So I learned as much as I could about Brad. I didn't get to go to uh, many of Brad's clinics. I wish I could have. I wish I could have went to a lot more, but that time he didn't come down to Utah much, and, and I didn't get to venture out too much. But I learned that Buck Brandman was a mentor, one of Brad's mentors. And, uh, you know, Buck had a really good documentary come out a few years back, and I was really intrigued with what Buck had to offer. And it was the first time watching somebody, watching somebody do something that I said, man, I want to be, I want to do what they're doing. And I was so impressed with what he was doing with his clinics and the way he was teaching. I was tremendously intrigued with this whole making of a bridle horse, making of the bridle mule. You know, Brad had introduced me to that a little bit and talked about it, but this is the first time I was really interested in it. And I just became fascinated with that whole bridle horse progression, making these bridle mules, you know, starting them in a snaffle, going to a hackamore, then the two rein, then straight up in the bridle. I was just intrigued. And and so ever since then, every year I go to a, a Buck Brandman clinic to get continuing education and kind of have him look me over and, and make sure I'm I'm up to par with what he's teaching and trying to stay up to date. And, and uh, you know, I'm a firm believer that you know, like for me teaching all these clinics that I teach, you know, I, I would rather have my 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 students and my mules, you know, uh, partaking of a running stream rather than drinking from stagnant water. So that's why I, I continue to learn, continue to get better. I continue looking towards my mentors. Well, I keep climbing up this ladder in my life. You know, I, I learned that Buck Branneman learned a lot from Ray Hunt. Now, Ray Hunt was before my time and and uh, before I got into this style of horsemanship and and uh, mulemanship and whatnot, he was kind of done and and had uh, and had passed away and whatnot. And but you know, I I got to reading his books and got to watching his videos and and then I learned that he learned from a man by the name of Tom Dorrance. And also Tom Dorrance was before my time as well. And I didn't never got to meet him, never got to know him. But I've read his book and and watch a lot of his videos and I really relate to Tom Dorrance and I got a lot of respect for him. You know, one of my favorite things that Tom Dorrance said was, you have to treat the mule the way you should treat the horse. And a truer statement, I just, uh, that's just amazing to me. It, you know, it's, it's so true. Um, people often ask me, well, what's different than working with horses? And I say, you know, I don't do anything different with my horses than I do with my mules. I don't do anything different with my mules than I do with my horses. I do the same thing. But I've learned that that doesn't go across the board for everybody's methods of training. There's a lot of ways that people work with horses that will never work with mules. and But this style of mulemanship and horsemanship does work. And it's just good common sense stuff. And, you know, I'm just so grateful for my mentors. And, and uh, I hope you guys find a good mentor to look after. You know, I'm not saying it should be me, although I'd be happy to help you and assist you through your mulemanship and horsemanship journeys. But find somebody you can look up to that can that can encourage you, but at the same time push you and get you to, to you know, push to be as, as best as you can be. Push to be the best that you're capable of being for your mule. Uh, push you to help you become a better human. And that's what I'm trying to trying to chase here, you know, and and one of my mentors, I mean, the most important mentor to me of all is 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 our Savior Jesus Christ. You know, I want to, I would love to see how how Christ works with mules and horses. Boy, I'd 
I just love to see that, you know, and I'm, I'm sure one of these days we'll figure it out. And, but that's what I'm striving, striving to, to do is just is be the best that I can be. And it takes a mentor to push you to somebody to look up to. So anyways, that's my message for you today, guys. And if I could ask you to do a favor, tell your friends about this podcast, let them know how you like it. Please leave, leave me a review. I love reading these reviews and what you guys have to say about the podcast. And, and I'd be extremely grateful if you left me a five-star review. But God bless you, and we'll see you down the road. Thank you.